actually <laughs> worked. Yeah, this, this was perfect. Wait, add three well, to a tank, man. Three up, three more. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, I got it. Yeah, do, cool. your, do your music theory. <laughs> <laughs> Video's gonna see me go. Alright, I think we got it, right? Yeah, two? that was fine. That was good. I liked that. I'm glad we did it one more time. That's cool. Shall I just switch mm -hmm. out? Do you want to turn down over there? Yeah, let me, uh, let me take care of beeswax over here. Roll, roll tape, Matt. All right, David, I am recording tape. Um, so, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, everybody, you just heard a song. Uh, it's, that's a that's a Radiohead song. I'm a big Radiohead fan. And uh, hey, welcome. This is the CCM podcast. I think we're on episode 14. What? <laughs> yes, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> hey, guest, you're not allowed to talk till I introduce you. Okay. There we go. Silence. That's good. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that was way, you were way more ashamed than I expected. Anyway, this is episode 14, and we have a repeat guest on. Its name is David Evans. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? No, you I can't can... talk yet. I'm just kidding. No, that was I, my introduction. I know. See, I'm taking direction now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, David is back on the show. Um, first time David was on here, he was recovering from a serious cold. Uh, and I had a lot of fun with David. I am proud of episode two of CCM Podcast with David Evans. Uh, but this is a chance for David to sing again with a voice that is hundred uh, percent. Thank you. Yeah, right? I would. I I really want another crack at this thing. So uh, so thank you. Yeah. Thank and you, Margo. It's, it's cool. I I actually. Uh, you know, I, I I've been in your position many times where I know my voice is not a hundred percent, and I sing a gig. And people are like, hey, man, it sounded great. And I'm like, oh, no, I had no voice. And they're like, no, that's what I liked. Like, you know, your voice sounded so cool and like whatever. And I actually feel that way about the last one. I liked, I enjoyed the tone of your voice. But then well, anytime I see you live or hear one of your recordings, I'm like, boy, was he like 30 years younger when he recorded this? And then I realized, no, that is actually the way your voice sounds. I'm just used to hearing it the way it was on the podcast now. <laughs> well, at the time, I, I was like, oh, let's do a sea, let's do sea shanties or something like overtly, you know, gruff. So, ah, so yeah. it was a conscious choice. Yeah, you know? I know. I was like, hey, how can I work this angle? Right, right, right. So, yeah. I did so. yesterday at Sculptera um, and uh, didn't get a lot of sleep the night before. And it was a, uh, we were... The band I do sound for, uh, Back Bay Betty. It's Back Bay Betty. I know who, Linda Martin quite well. Oh, cool. Well. Yeah. yeah, she seems to know everybody one way or another. She's a great singer. Um, and so, by the way, listeners, uh, since I'm basically I'm a sixth member of the band for doing sound for them. I saw you in one of I those want them pictures. To be on. I was like, what? Is, yeah. He, you should play with them. I'm considered. Yeah, and actually, well, here are two announcements. Uh, Back Bay Betty, I have not talked to them about being on the podcast, but it'd be fun to get a full band recording as a and podcast guest. So we're probably going to do an episode with Back Bay Betty on here. Episode who knows what, 20, 18? Right. I don't know. Um, and yeah, and this is a cool show coming up, all you listeners. Uh, they're, they're doing a 50th anniversary of Woodstock tribute show. Uh, oh, yeah, I heard about in that. In Oceano. It's no Celtic music. At the melodrama, there's no Celtic music. That's correct, David. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'll be there running sound, sitting in on, uh, on drums on one song, on guitar on a few songs, doing some 6-8 blues on drums. You know? Cool. Uh, actually, this is a great story. So this is David's episode. But <laughs> no, feel I've free. been doing lots of feel free. Go so ahead, far. go ahead. But I'll tell a story and then uh, I'll, I'll let David talk. I guess since I've introduced him, I should have waited. Um, <laughs> let it out. Then, let yeah. it out, Matt. So so we're doing this Woodstock gig, and I'm going to rehearsal that night to rehearse the song. And so I'm listening to our set list, 
And uh, originally, I was supposed to play a guitar on this song, and it's uh, Joe Cocker called uh, "Let's Get High," I think. Okay. No, "Let's Get Stoned." Let's Let's Get Stoned. Um, and so um, okay. I'm I'm doing laundry because we don't have laundry at this house here in our rustic uh, cabin, you could right. call it. So I have to drive into town into Atascadero and uh, do laundry. So I'm listening in my car while my uh, clothes are drying. I pull back into the laundromat to, uh, I guess, to move my clothes to the dryer. And Let's Get Stoned let's is cranking, stoned. Yeah. and my windows are down. And as I pull in, I have a, there's a familiar smell that uh, I smell in the parking lot. The car next to me has their door open, wow. and I realize where this particular smoky smell, shall we say, is coming from it's as legal. I pull up listening to Let's Get Stoned. It's legal now. It is. So this would be a good time to say that I don't partake ah. in, in the stoning leaf, okay. the stoning uh, thing. So okay. <laughs> I smell right. that. And I'm like, oh, I'm listening to this Let's Get Stoned song. I go inside. I move my clothes to the dryer, and the guy sitting in the car comes into the laundromat, and as I'm putting my clothes in the dryer, he walks by, and he's like, Man, I forgot to turn the machine on. So, like, he's been sitting <laughs> really? in his car getting stoned, uh, right. and apparently, in this state of mind, he forgot to like um, turn the machine on. Turn he moved his on. clothes, yeah. Yeah. but he didn't turn the machine on. And I'm like, I think he's okay. talked to me because he heard this song playing in my car as I parked next to him. Right. <laughs> and no, he that's... now sees me as a fellow partaker. It was kind of funny. Well, that's kinship. <laughs> okay. I mean, he, it was a mistake on his part, but I mean, you know. I just so points was... f- points for honesty, Matt, and you you were able to get your laundry turned on. So sure, yeah, so, everyone win win situation. I guess way ahead of the game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that story had no context to this episode whatsoever. Um, so yeah, so David's back on, and this is the first episode two uh, I've done with a guest. So I'm excited because usually guests you'll hear um, guests listeners listeners you're not listeners you're not here you're not a guest so I take that back listeners. I always have like a list of questions, and as you've heard in many episodes, they're usually the same questions, but due to different guests coming in, I get different answers every time, so there's no need to change the questions. Right. Well, this is the second time David's been on, and uh, I have no questions written down, so we're just going to go with the flow. Yeah, we're going to break, re- break a little ground. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Okay. Uh, and as, obviously, we're already, already doing stuff differently because a song opened up the podcast, a live uh, dual performance. So. Thank you, thank you. Um, we, we we made history at uh, at a songwriters at play. I I actually I think it was is her name Nichols Cassie she's, Nichols Cassie Nichols yeah, yeah. walked up to me and by said, the way she's going to record an episode this week. Oh, she's she's going to be episode fifteen after David she, Evans, darling. So continue. Yeah. Well, she walked up to me and said. I loved your version of that Radiohead tune. Nice. And I was like, yeah. Nice. So good. Well, that's great because you know what's funny is. Uh, I think we had already done that when you recorded the last podcast, and you said all you said was "chicks dig it, chicks dug it." But now we have contact. Case, case Cassie. closed. Well, that's great. So she'll be coming on this week, and I can ask her about it on the yeah. next episode. Let's see if she can do a Radiohead song. Oh Come boy, on. we are just the the uh, the <laughs> the rabbit hole is getting deeper. I love it. <laughs> well, I'm really happy to be back for a second one because I really wanted to make up for that. What I thought was uh, a very fun time. But uh, I I had uh, I didn't do any originals, and right, uh, right. and my voice was way out. So I, I wa- appealed, I appealed to the producer, <laughs> and I basically I almost begged. I think 
begged. Well, I, I had to. I, son was, I only accepted a sacrifice. So he, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, he had so, to make a sacrifice. But then, uh, so today I accepted I'm gonna, his sacrifice. Thank you. It covered the, uh, you know, the blood of the sacrifice covered the sins of. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so yeah. we don't have to, you know, give any details. <laughs> but I'll do. I think I'll do my. Um, if I can, I will do my oldest original. That's that I'm still playing, and then oh, very cool. one of my newest. Cool. So. Is this so? Is this uh, uh, this is a good tease because you're going to play these songs later, uh-huh. as always. Um, is this from the couch burning days that we learned about in the last? No, podcast? no. It's from uh, <laughs> it's from when I got up into Central California. I I, I don't uh, I, I I had a really nice reunion with uh, uh, my lead guitar player that I played with. Well, I call him mine, but he, I didn't never owned him really. <laughs> <laughs> But when I played reggae oh, man, back, the in, jokes I want to make right now. When Go when uh, when when I played and played a lot of reggae back in the day in Isla Vista, where we were burning couches, and there we and, go. Uh, um, we were in. A, I was in a band called Das Beat, which was <laughs> ra- which, That's which a great was, name. Which is it was kind of a play on words for Das Boot, which was really pro- really popular at the time. That German uh. thing, and but the lead lead singer's name was Lambadara Das. He was kind of a Sufi dude, and beautiful singer, wonderful. And so Billy McLean from Santa Barbara was the our kind of new. He was a new. It was like. He was the new wave guitar player, and he still plays just a wonderful strat with a bunch of effects and stuff like that. And so he was like the lead player. I was the I was the diamond cutting, you know, rhythm guitar player, writing songs and stuff like that. And so, but I just had a chance to reconnect with him and play some of my new songs down at the Mercury Lounge in Goleta. So it was where I went down there, and it was like. Uh, the the home for the home for old punks that went acoustic. No way. Uh, yeah, it was great. That's cool. I had a really fun time. So I, I do have a connection with those old days back in the cool. couch burning days. But this has nothing to do with that. That is, this is when I started. See, I got out of the life for a while, and and me and my, my when you say the life. Now I know you mentioned this on the last podcast, but can yeah. you be slightly more specific and bring us to speed when you mean the well, life? Well, this is before. What I what we witnessed was the the beginning of digital um, technology, and this was before DJs. So can't so think of a think of a time before DJs and before you know anything digitally sampled. You actually had to play it yourself. Wait a second. Yeah, that's right. That's cheating. No, no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, invert that, no, flip that. I know, I'm going to stand that on its head. My man. actual opinion came out there accidentally. <laughs> I, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, we were playing. I was playing in several um, uh, several reggae bands at the time because there was a lot of live work out there. Everybody wanted to do a reggae night, and I was in a roots reggae band that did a lot of kind of dub style stuff and a lot of highly arranged vocals. And I wrote music for that, and then um, the, this other one with, that I worked with Billy on was more of an up-tempo. We did more ska, uh, did more dance stuff. I wrote a couple disco songs. I had a very popular disco song for a while. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, and so at that point, I was able to work and make uh, you know, really decent money two to three to four times a week. And, and so that was like during the week. So I was holding a day job, but I was really making my money at playing music. Nice. Once the, it, it was, it was, it was fun. And, and my position as being, you know, if I can be frank, being a white guy playing reggae was, <laughs> was interesting, but I could, I could hit it. So it was, yeah. so the work proved out and I made a You're lot a of wonderful, <laughs> wonderful friends down there. 
and and it it and and so it's it was really really great um but once the digital stuff came up and sampling came up then it then it technology took over and slowly month by month by month after about two years it wow. was like everything had changed over from a, a live situation to djs and to and first it was you know spinning platters yeah which it still is um they're now electronic platters yeah they're not electronic not actually platters. records yeah, uh, so so I got to see that as it as it happened, um, and and that kind of coincided with me and my my lovely wife Carrie deciding that it was time to quit the life, which was you know staying up late at night. Oh, right, and, musicians and, hours. Yeah, musicians yeah. hours. You know, we were playing gigs that started at maybe nine ten, and going until two, and so it was like okay, you know, then I go to work, and so uh, when we decided that it was time to start a family, we decided to move up north, and we ended up in Grover Beach, and that's where. Um, that's where I, I reestablished my my own business, which is I do antique restoration and furniture right. repair and stuff like that. If you're on Facebook, go to Furniture and Fine Art Repair of the Central Coast. Okay, and that's me, David Foster. Ev- well, no, oh. David Foster Evans is the artist. I'm that's my yeah. The David Foster Evans is my gallery page because uh, when I when I was in Santa Barbara during that time, I did a lot of painting shows. I'm a large, large scale painter. That's what I have my degree in. So. Multifaceted person is what we have sitting Thank on you. the couch. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so you got out God, of the life. That, that sounded dumb. Didn't it? <laughs> um, so so anyway, um, I, so I had a great time reconnecting with with Billy, and and he can really play awesome still. And he was like just nice. really laying a whole bunch. The of, chops are still there. Yeah. Huh? He actually went acoustic too. Oh, cool! And and Shredded so and he was acoustic. yeah he was shredding acoustic. So we we all kind of grew up a little bit. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, you just reminded me of two. There's two things that you made me want to ask you. So I'll uh, remind me to ask you. Here's the keyword. Reggae and dub. That's what I'm going to ask you in a second. Okay. Yes. Remember that. But I'm going to ask you something dub. else first so yeah. I don't forget. Okay. Um, so uh, you said something interesting. You said uh, that gig was a good spot for, you said, the the punks that went acoustic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So people who were, who were into wilder music in the old days and they've mellowed right. out, I suppose. Yeah, so yeah. that's what the audience was? Well, yeah. That's, you know, the audience was... Uh, it's a kind of a tiki lounge down there. Okay. And so there's a really heavy atmosphere and really stylized and it's it's cool and the and and I really like it. And um but you know deep purples and you know a lot of flashy lights and stuff. So it was a great a great club. But I noticed that we all kind of had the or some of us had the same problem of like we knew how to play electric instruments pretty well <laughs> but we're you know very not prepared for any kind of acoustic instrument and so it took me i had when i got out of it and got back into music and into celtic music then then it was when i i was able to enter into you know learning how to play acoustic and to get chops on that gotcha. so that was that's basically that so then musicians is what you're talking about yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah and but you know you've got to have that there was we saw a great guy who was like kind of singing like dave alvin and, and but doing doing 500 miles which is a oh, great yeah. uh, uh 
but not the not the not that one. It's the it's folk song five hundred miles. I I've gone one. I've gone two. Oh, that is I've not gone the three. I've gone singing. four. Yeah, the, I, th- I think I've got that right. No, the one that's five. That's that's. But five, I would walk five hundred miles. miles. That's yeah. I I know that one. I do that one too. That's <laughs> a. I bet that's a crowd pleaser, huh? It really is. Yeah. It, it's it's fantastic, and and uh, so that's a good tune. Yeah, but. It, you know, there was that that kind of thing of where some of some of these uh, old punk scene from Santa Barbara just cannot get off the stage, and so. Oh, that's funny. This is fun. It's great. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So that's that's different than what I thought you were saying. So yeah. let me just uh, share what I what I was where my brain went when you said okay. that. So um, I was thinking you meant the crowd was full of people who like used to be, and you know, I guess. I guess this is probably true in general, is that uh, a crowd of older people probably used to be into heavier, wilder music, at least in their time, what was considered, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so I, I only say this because when I when I play uh, live sometimes, my music tends to be heavier, you know, than, uh, than what you tend to see in the Central Coast. You know, you see a lot of folk, blues, mm-hmm. uh, stuff right. like that. Right. And so I get really self-conscious that my music's too, too heavy and people aren't going to like it. But right. I just played a gig uh, yesterday at Sculptera on Sunday, mm-hmm. right. and uh, right. I, I gave I I literally couldn't decide which song to include, and so I asked them. I, I uh, said, "Do you guys want to hear a, like a rock and roll song or more of a softer love song?" <laughs> yeah, and I was surprised that the, there were people like, "Give us the rock and roll, rock and roll, man!" You know, because yeah. I'm like here at a winery, yep. uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I, lo- I was looking around. I'm like, most people aren't under forty, you know, uh-huh. or under fifty, mostly. Right. <laughs> uh, and I was like, okay, cool. People want to hear upbeat stuff, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so that's kind of a journey I've been going on right. on my own. So I'm trying to uh, start playing the songs that I thought no one wanted to hear um, because they're songs that I've written and they're important to me and they're yeah. meaningful. And uh-huh. uh, why am I not playing them? You know. Well, so. I, I think that it, you, if you. I think it's better to dig deep and give a performance than you know, and to really try and challenge yourself about stuff like that. I mean, so I mean, there's a an internet meme is like you would just really want to see an impassioned performance. And, yeah, you totally. Know, you can play it perfect, I'm sure. And I've seen I've seen some of your stuff, and uh, and it's all you know, it's all it's it's all about are you there in the moment, you know, yeah. and so. Yeah, it's a lesson I'm learning right now. You're awesome, Fargo. <laughs> well, oh, thank God. you, David. What a player. Uh, so this is a good, well, since we're on the topic, I, I normally try to divert everything away from me, but this is the second, second, uh, I guess you could say, release in a week where I'm part of the music. So, right. by the way, listeners, if you find this podcast on like Apple or Spotify or whatever, the Facebook page, we have a Facebook page and a YouTube channel where we post videos uh, every week of the person who uh, was the guest that week. So you can see them perform. Uh, and last Wednesday I had no video to post because um, I just didn't have any episodes recorded. So I had posted myself playing a song. So And now that I've played with David uh, at the beginning of this podcast, there's two weeks in a row of me. Is but this like Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's cat? Yeah. Okay, I know Did that you phrase. You look in the box. You have to man. remind me what the heck that is. It's that's uh, that you looked in the box, and so now you what's are part box? of that. What's in the box? There was supposed to be a cat in the box, <laughs> but you looked in, and was the cat alive or was it dead before you looked in? Who knows? We don't know. Oh, okay, that's what that yeah. is. Interesting. Well, you're 
Okay, I don't know why I thought you knew more about physics than that. Uh, well, I all I'll say about physics is that was my surprisingly one of my favorite classes in high school. I right, expected okay. very little because I hated chemistry uh, and <laughs> okay. got let's just say not great grades, but physics was great because okay. it seemed to apply to real life. Right. On the cat topic, Diggy, our cat, who's famous because he's in pretty much every video we've posted in the background or in the foreground, he's been sleeping on the couch uh, about two feet away, foot and a half away from David this entire time, including while we played the Radiohead song. He has not moved a muscle. I think he's used to music. I think so. He's happy here. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, this. uh, I think it's time for a song. Reggae dub. Oh, let's, uh, let's hook that. And let's talk about it after. But you okay. remembered. Sure. But let's get a song in here. Let's do... Um, so. th- this is a, a song that may have been done um, too many times for some people that know it. But since this is on a going to be on a famous podcast, um, <laughs> yeah. I would like to, to just kind of present it as um, the link of um, my days in Santa Barbara where I met my beautiful wife and... Uh, and what happened that first night that we met? It's a it's a song that in in form is a reel, uh, not a jig, and um, and I played it. I started playing it with uh, "Hear the Darlings Roar" way back in the day, almost maybe 12, 13 years ago, and uh, and it found a place in the uh, found a place in the uh, set list, and I played it ever since. And so um, I've just gotten out of the studio. Um, with Ted Waterhouse and I'll go in with Damon Castillo to do another iteration of it (laughs) so I'm kind of pulling Dave Mason on this to continue to redo a song over and over and over again so it's called Never Mind the Weather are we ready? are you ready? here we go the rain then she held it back never mind the
story time it came and went My weekend pay too soon was spent This month she's chipping on the rent Never mind the weather Now through the clouds and around the back She placed my train back on the track she placed her hand up on my back Never mind the weather She blessed the rain Then she held it back Never mind the weather No No So, to recap, this was this is one of the oldest songs that you currently uh, that you, right, oldest yeah. songs that you've written that you currently play. Well, not, not the oldest the, in this idiom, in in this uh, in this style. I, I've written when I was writing in reggae. I started writing almost thirty five years ago, I think, I guess, and had some had some local hits. You'd say, yeah, I remember you saying that on the first. Yeah. I say that. I'm not waiting for. When I came to town, <laughs> when I came to town, I, I ran into a couple of people who had seen us play at the Dark Room down in San Luis Obispo, and I was like, I can hardly remember playing at the Dark Room, but it's just, oh God, my God. So, <laughs> can you interpret those noises? I have no idea what that means. <laughs> it was just two people I'd never met. They they just, well, I remember seeing you at the Dark Room. Oh and, no, I, and okay. it was just a you know couple of nice ladies that had aged well. So. <laughs> Nice ladies that have aged well. Men, you have a way with words. I remember the first episode, you were Mr. Dictionary, and I'm over here, what is that word, man? That was, <laughs> he, did, yeah. he did okay. I, I remember it was um, that we did a little, you know, English. Here, you know what I remember is my, my older sister, Allison. Hey, Allison. Hope you're listening with... Uh, Hi, Allison. <laughs> yeah. You know you're listening. Is that I think she texted me, and, and something I said to you on that podcast, she texted me like, Really? You said yep, that? What? Like she was making fun of me? I know. So thanks, Sally. Appreciate that. Yeah. Sister stuff. Not really. <laughs> mom yeah, Mom listens every episode and she doesn't critique anything I say. What's your mom's name? <laughs> Beth. Beth, how are you doing today? Hope you're having a good day. You've got a great son. Aw. Hey, uh, this is funny. I was going to say this at a gig yesterday because uh, every time I play one of Steve Key's songwriters that play gigs... Uh, by the way, he's someone I'm trying to get on the podcast. He already verbally, he has a verbal contract, which that he said, yes, he would come on. And Steve Key's... Uh, Steve's a great guy. Awesome, yeah. and it, He is a catalyst of the music scene, music sure community is, yeah. out here. So he'd be the ultimate guy to have on here. Um, hey, can I say one thing? Yeah, go for it. When I, when I decided that I wanted to kind of go solo, 
that Steve was gave me gigs, and I really, really appreciated yeah. that. It was like yeah, that's how he works. Uh, you know, he was able to you know give me a shot, get my foot in the door. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's, so, thanks, he's done a lot. So yeah, we're shouting out Steve big time here. Uh, well, now that we're on the topic, Steve Key's album will be coming out in uh, less than two weeks or something, and uh, I did the photography for it. Um, so the cover, the back cover, the inside sleeve, they all have three, three different photos I took of Steve. Well, now um, who's the man of many talents? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you I mean, uh, you know, wow. uh, no big deal. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so I was going to say, I was, uh, I promote the podcast at every gig, mm-hmm. and I was going to do something funny, uh, and I have two, I have two texts I got from my aunt that were both about one was song related and one was podcast related and i was going to i was going to say here uh i'd like to read you a totally unbiased review about my podcast it's from my aunt you know uh and here's what i got I, this is great though what's uh, your aunt's name my aunt's name is claudia claudia yeah i hope you're having a good day <laughs> David's a man of the people. Can you tell? He's he's an ordinary person. Um, so my this is great. So Claudia, if you're listening, she wrote this to me. This is really nice. She says, after listening to your podcast, I feel like you are famous or something. You have excellent voice tone and enunciation. I am really impressed. See, she had it, it just needed a microphone, some processing, that's a right, transmission into yeah. the internet, just that's hours of EQ compression. You know, thousands she just of dollars. Reminds worth. you as a whiny kid asking for a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So basically, everything I said in the last five seconds is not true. Loads right. of EQ, compression, thousands of dollars of gear. David was laughing at me twenty minutes ago because the mic clip I'm trying to use on him is let's just say it's not designed for this microphone. And uh, he's the MacGyver. It's a little studio. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, then. duct tape. I wasn't laughing. Tape. I was just like impressed uh if that impresses you david i don't know uh i don't know where we're going with it but uh so jig or real real or reggae what were we talking about no reggae dub reggae dub reggae dub okay yeah. i was yeah. hoping you could give us a little education today <laughs> me yeah sure. Well, sure. Okay. well you know i, I used say to... us well right but okay. i mostly mean me <laughs> i'm sure there are others like me I remember on the last podcast, you kind of gave us the difference between a jig and a reel, right? Uh, which you probably could go more in depth with. But since you mentioned reggae and dub, I was mentioning to you earlier that uh, in harvest time, which, by the way, is is now, we live mm-hmm. in yeah. Central Coast. This is wine country. Keep working. So those of you listening, yeah. yeah, it's harvest time. Grapes, are we're picking them off the vine every week, um, you know, turn them into, oh, wait, turning them, did I say picking them off the wine? Did I say vine? You're going to have to roll tape on that. <laughs> okay. We're picking grapes off the vine. I get what you mean, though. Turning them into wine. Yeah. Um, that's happening right now. But during harvest time, uh, where I work at, Signer Lavelli Wines, Mike Signer, winemaker, and Greg, who's uh, Greg has also been listening to the podcast, there's this reggae, or maybe it's dub, playlist that uh, always gets played during um, harvest time for some reason. And I think they've explained to me... Speaking of my clips, <clears throat> we just had a little <laughs> disaster. <laughs> All right, let's fix this. Uh, <laughs> reggae and dub, I think they've explained to me what the difference is, but maybe you could go into that. Uh, where I grew up, or at least my family, reggae was not part of the conversation. So wow. give us a little yeah, uh, yeah. rundown um, here. I-, I was lucky to be playing with a bunch of cats found in Santa Barbara, and, and we were into um, actually – 
playing live what's called dub style um and did we just go back in time uh to the second episode yeah. where you were sick yeah with your voice yeah i, I yes <laughs> yes let's try that you caught that up um and so really dub style is a, a studio technique and and it was the um kind of the precursor um out of the the jamaican recording scene as i understand it remember it of using um studio effects and also making it kind of like a, a karaoke situation where you you do a uh, you do a, a backing track and then you alter the backing track by either um you know putting a tense reverb on one thing and actually cutting in the studio to make a whole new different situation if you if you go back and and go to the you know there there are dub versions of Whaler's albums there's there's dub versions of it's like a producer gets a hold of it okay cuts it up it's kind of like a william burroughs cut up technique if you understand that part of what i'm saying in liter- I don't literature i know william burroughs no yeah okay speaking um, of educating us educating <laughs> us yeah <laughs> all right well go read william <laughs> go get some william burroughs and and read it and that's the cut up technique and so but it was a really clever way of taking um recorded material and reinventing it in a way and so that's how that that's almost the root and the seed of DJs and uh, and and uh, what they would call toasters. And but um, I was a real big fan and still am. I I just re had to order um, my Black Uhuru um, uh, a couple of my Black Uhuru albums to to listen. And Michael Rose was just here at uh, at one of the local wineries at. Uh, uh, well, Presquale, I think, if that's the right pronunciation. Presquiel, I thought. Presquiel? Presquiel, I don't well, know. Well, okay. <laughs> I think it's French. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, but um, the, if you've ever listened to anything by the by the, the bass and drums duo of Sly and Robbie, they're, they're at, he's like the absolute guy to listen to. Uh, Sly's the, the drummer. You'd be interested to know, Mr. Drum. Sure. Um, is the producer and and uh, and really works out on and what's known as dub style. And so what it is is just a kind of a a variation on how to remix songs that are are basic songs with vocals and solos and stuff like that. But it's a whole different approach to it. And I was lucky enough to play with a bunch of cats in Santa Barbara where we uh, where we were a- we approached. Um, playing stuff in a in a cut up style like that to try and play it live and so it was that that's you know that's what i can say about it right now okay uh give us a few examples like if i want to go listen and educate myself on dub who should i go look up go look up sly and robbie and get the dub factor by black uhuru that's a a perfect explanation of what was happening maybe about 20 years ago and late 90s we're talking here yeah yeah, and um, and just absolute, some of the most beautiful music that you're ever going to hear in your life. It, it really, really is is profound. Cool. So, yeah, get that. Start there. Call me then. All right, so David, since you've been on the podcast, I've been trying to develop um, my questions and the flow yeah. of the podcast Good. and everything. Good. Yeah, I, I don't like staying still. I like moving forward. So... Um, 
We have this new thing we're doing, which is like some would you rathers, some musical would you rather questions. Oh, okay. Yeah. So sure. uh, I think it's time now that you're here again. Hit me. To be subjected to the same torture that I've subjected <laughs> other right. musicians to. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I may ask you to expound upon answers. Sure. Or maybe I won't. So, but you can feel free to expound on any any answers if you feel they need more commentary. Okay. Okay. All right. So I understand. Those are the rules. Yes. Those. Yeah. And, okay. <laughs> Uh, actually, this first question I'm looking at, and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Almost every guita- every guest, every guest has been accompanying themselves on a guitar, and you accompany on mandolin, so this is, uh, it's different. So, whatever. I'm going to ask you the same question. So, right. would you rather uh, perform a song missing your highest string or your lowest string? Highest string. Why? Well, I uh, on guitar, I... Um I play a dagat, which is an open tuning. Right. So I've got a D at the low, and I've got a D at the high. So if I want to lose anything, I can I can lose D at the high, because I'm not primarily a lead player. I'm a rhythm player, and and so I just have to knock out the chords and and make sure that I'm setting up for the singer. Yeah, you need your chord structure there. Right. First. Yeah, okay. I'd rather go low. Yeah. Would you rather be just the and it usually says guitarist, but just the I'm a guitarist. I okay. play I well, play I play guitar all the time. I'll modify because the gist of the question is would you rather be a uh, instrument player only or a vocalist only in a band? Vocalist only. Ah. It, I mean that's totally ego driven. You know, you like, it took me years to get my to where I'm I think my voice is is where okay. I'm working on it. And it wasn't until I started going solo, you know, I was singing background before. Yeah. So, I mean, if I'm going to be brutally honest with myself, well, that's, yeah. But I'm going to insist on playing guitar and rhythm, okay? Because... <laughs> but if you had to pick I, one, it would be vocal? I'm not in the band then. Wow. Because, I, no, I got to... Because Mr. Prima Donna over No, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock the rhythm out, okay? And you're going to be happy with it, too. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> never been in a band with me, buddy. <laughs> It ain't easy. No, I'm kidding. Well, it's probably, Am I invited? It's probably well, true. Is that an invitation in your uh, weird way? So anyways, uh, <laughs> um, okay. no. would you rather uh, write only lyrics or only music? I would give lyrics a shot. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's nothing really at stake here. I, just, I don't have to do this, right? Just kidding. After just this done. interview, you have to do each one. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is altering the course Robert of your Hunter, life. Uh, well, Robert Hunter just died, and he, he enjoyed a long uh, career, a wonderful lyricist, and he played and uh, did his own album and stuff like that. He, his last two albums that, that he did was with Dylan as a lyricist, co-writing lyrics. Over Bob Dylan. What? That's crazy. Man, that must have, you know... Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, would you rather play uh, the rest of your life only in front of an audience or only at home? Oh, in front of an audience. I'm a, I'm a real ham. Okay. That's interesting. The vocalist and the audience, are both they go together. I see it. Okay. I see it. Um, would you rather play in a new city, new venue, or a familiar venue you've played many times? Isn't that interesting? I was just at a new setting, new venue uh, last Wednesday, last Thursday. Um, that's a tough one. <laughs> a well, tough just tell one. us why. I why is it hard? Uh, you know what? I, I think I would I would want to stay home. In my current situation right now, I need to stay home. So I mm. stay home. 
Yeah. I gotcha. mean, if we're talking, and we may get more into that in a second yeah. if you if you care to. But um, would you rather play in hundred degree wet hundred degree weather or thirty degree? Thirty degree. I played in hundred and fifteen degree weather in Bakersfield, and you don't want to do that. <laughs> Why not? No, because it really hurts. It's really bad. Your tune, your instruments go out of tune. Uh-huh. We played the the the, uh, the the Scottish festival in Bakersfield, and it was the bagpipe went out of tune. We were hurting. We were getting sunburned. We all drank too much. It was oh boy, yeah. Uh, it was a drinking mess. too much mixed yeah. with heat and sun. That's yeah. a bad combo. Thirty. Everybody's. I've been in. I came from Wisconsin. I, okay, thirty, no big. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but playing outside in it anyway. Interesting. I would interesting answer. I, that's what I'd rather do. Yeah. I'll just say you're the first person to give that answer so far. I'm done with the, the, the I other have people. No more never, would you rather questions. Never played in a hundred degree. Yeah. Stuff. Um, it's horrible. I guess I I do have one more I thought of right before you got here. Hey, wait, um, no. Let me let me put one more thing about sure, that sure. about the temperatures. At 30 degrees, your instruments are basically being refrigerated. Okay, they're not being hurt. At 100 degrees, your instrument doesn't like that. No, at all. that's right. Okay, Wood, right. Okay, yeah. so boom. Yeah, that's true. Okay, fine. You win. <laughs> no one can have another opinion. <laughs> Thank you. I get it. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. So I, I I did think of one more sort of a would you rather question, but okay. you you need I need some input from you before I can ask the question. But I'll just give you the whole the whole idea. Okay. So. Um, well, it's going to be obvious once I ask, so I'll just say it this way. I'm curious what your two least favorite genres of music are. Now, as a person who claims to be a music appreciator, I still know there are certain genres that I tend not to like. So what are your two least favorite? And if you had to listen to one of those the rest of your life, which one <laughs> would it be? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. The one that comes to mind immediately is I, I'm really into tuvan music, tuvan. which is throat singing. The ah. tuvas on the on the um, Soviet side of the Himalayas, and Tibetan. There, there's two types of throat singing. There's or, or, heard no, no, there's a million types of throat singing. That was yeah. probably the wrong thing to say. Well, <laughs> but when I listen to the, when yeah. I listen to the Tibetan throat singing and the Tibetan uh, type of music, it's so cacophonous. That I I and it's so, the scale is so all over the place. I can't, I can't get it. If you go right over the mountain to Tuva, it sounds like fantastic country music with with throat singing. Really? And yeah, I've got a couple of Tuvan tunes that I play wow. just on my own. I can't do the throat singing part. Yeah. But it's just like. Wow. So that that's sounds a, like David Evans. Uh, yes, but that's from Tuva. Um, <laughs> So that's the one. It's like I really have a bone to pick with <laughs> the, the, the Tibetans, okay? <laughs> and um, They have Mount Everest. They think they can sing however they yeah, want, you know? Yeah. So entitled. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I really, <laughs> I really, I grew up on the Lawrence Welk schmaltzy kind of ballroom dance music. And I, and I can't, I can't really get on, I, I really, if I had to point at one thing that I, because I love music in general, and I, I just feel the intention would be bad to hate a music, but I, I really, I really can't react, I, I have a hard time reacting to that Lawrence Welk schmaltzy sort of stuff, and I would say, I learned, when I grew up in Green Bay, I learned how to play 4-4 time off of, you know, Polka Party on Sunday, you know, on the local TV station, so I cannot 
disrespect that polka music. Gotcha. Because it taught me how to play in 4-4 time. So you said ballroom music. How about ballroom blitz? That's the suite. That's not ballroom music. Yes, I know you know. <laughs> so that's a what in the world is ballroom blitz? Is it rockabilly? No, that was the suite where uh, they were just a, a they were Scottish. Um, oh really? Charts band that were happening along with and if you don't know about the suite, the the suite and uh, and then Slade, which was uh, fantastic. This was the beginning of glam. And, oh yeah, and so there were a lot of goofy glam. Gary Glitter, the arch, you know, like he he ended poorly, but there were uh, there were these you know glam bands that were just stage bands, and uh, and the Sweet was Ballroom Blitz was fantastic. But if you ever listen to Sweet, S A T U R D A Y night, S A T U R D A Y night. That's a fantastic tune. I'm trying to spell in my brain. And the, Saturday night. The language thing, once again, comes in here. I'm like, what word is that? I spelled it out to you. Saturday oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's a spelling song. Quickly and in musical form. That's not fair. <laughs> so there's a, a there's a, a lot behind that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, there were a lot of goof bands that 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 were trying to dress as crazily as... But, like, how has that changed at all? It hasn't changed, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you gotta have an image. Yeah, you know, ask Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I have I have no image. That's my. That's why you've never heard of me. Hi, I'm Matt Vargo. But just to contact some... my office, Matt, and I'll. Have oh yeah, couple, you got I'll a, have a white sheet wardrobe. For you by Monday. Sh- okay. <laughs> yeah, ghost outfit. My Halloween ghost outfit. That's a good stage. <laughs> that's a good stage look. Hey, listeners, submit Fantastic. possible stage looks that could work for me. Yeah, that don't involve cutting my long hair that I've uh, that I may no, never, no may never grow that, back again. No, you're if I, li- I was going to say that's a right, that's a that's a right move. Your, <laughs> your hair longer. That's so what nice. happens when you think nice. you're losing your hair and like I have one more shot to grow it. I have one more <laughs> shot before it's gone. Hey, come on. <laughs> no, but but uh, you're uh, you have the youth still, so sure. don't even worry about it. Yeah, you, gotta, okay. you can grow hair. It's Let's go with that. Uh, all right, I think I have one more thing to ask you, and it's just uh, because I, I was sharing earlier how I've sort of been on a musical journey recently as far as what I'm choosing to play live, mm-hmm. songs that I previously have um, you know, thought weren't suitable to a, whatever, a Central Coast audience, which I okay. now realize I'm wrong, right. Yeah, you know, and yeah. it's... Yeah. So I'm just wondering if there's anything musically that you're going through lately, anything performance-related, any ways you are trying to grow or anything like that? Well, it, as work. a matter of fact, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, uh, I bran- uh, I've branched out, or I- I'm starting to play a lot more open-tuned guitar. Um, you were a standard tuning person before? No, huh? Uh, no, okay. I haven't been. I, I went from from trying to do open tuning guitar in Irish sessions when I started to get back into music after I, I left Santa Barbara and 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 started raising a family um, with my lovely wife Carrie. Um, and and so when I got back in, it, I started on the Dadgad guitar, open tuned guitar, and. Um, and that's the guitar, that's the tuning that Jimmy Page uses on Led Zeppelin Three, 
So Mark oh, the whole that, album. I didn't yeah, realize. Yeah, well, I knew. That, I knew it was on uh, Cashmere. He, he uses it um, on Cashmere too. But and I love is that, that on three. I, he, I'm, I'm not sure which albums are which. It, well, he, that that's where he started. But then I, okay. I heard an interview with him where he was very suave and he said there was a tuning that I was experimenting with for quite a while, and it was uh, called the the Dad Cat, and uh, and that's that's actually where I came up with some of these licks. You know, so I was, like, <laughs> I was like, "Great, okay," because, and then I, I was like, "Oh, really? We can, you can, you can nail cashmere with that." So, working on yeah. that. Cool. Um, but I've, I've met up. Um, I'm changing uh, the, the, the duo that I've been working with. I'm going to change, um, and I'm working with a fantastic singer by the name of Angela Wood right now, and she comes out of Topanga with a big influence on. Um, th- on theater and also Renaissance Fair stuff, but she's got a fantastic so she's voice. She's a performer. Yeah, she's a real performer, and, uh, and her and I are. I'm really excited about the way we can sing together. So my, I had set the intention about six months ago that I wanted to be singing with a good singer in you know as soon as possible, and and the universe provided nice the great Angela Wood. So we've we've been playing a lot of different places. Um, She's been sitting in with McMasters and Johnson, oh, my, yeah, my cool. duo, with Barry. Barry's going to go back to Wood and just play a percussion with Wood, and I'm going to move forward with Angela. And oh, I got we've you. got a, a bunch of stuff. She she learned <laughs> she learned the backing on all of my originals just like that, and nice. so it's really I'm very excited and very grateful for to have an opportunity to continue to play music so, on the Central Coast. So McMasters and Johnson is going to sort of go to the back burner, or. Well, I think that that Barry will join us again. He's committed to doing um, St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, uh, of course. Weekends. You gotta do some so. Day. So that's uh, so so that that part's good, and uh, and so so we're in about we're gonna do Sensorio in November. Oh yeah, we, we've done Sensorio a couple times. It's amazing. That's what I. It looks that way. It sounds that it's way. Really wild. If you're not from the area, Sensorio Field of Light in Paso Robles. Yeah, I don't know how you describe it. It's uh, a, it's a huge outdoor field, and it's covered in lights. Yeah, uh, it has a bunch of fiber optics all over it, and when the sun goes down. You you watch the sun go down and then the the music starts and the whole thing's piped throughout this kind of trailway, and so you go out and you walk and you get amazed and then you come back through and then you can get a you know get, you can get dinner and a couple glasses of wine. It's a spectacle. It's, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's it's really it's really cool. Yeah. And the the acoustics, the ambient acoustics, right where the band plays, are amazing. They nice. have an amazing sound person. By the name of Linnell. I don't know if you met her yet, but no. you got to meet Linnell. You two sound people, and uh, she's dedicated there. She's they've hired her nice. on. She's there Full for time. everybody, yeah. and and so they're doing it the right way, and uh, and and it's like, you know, the stage acoustics are great, and it's just piped yeah. through the whole, you know, three or four acres of this fiber optic it looks like you're kind of walking through the milky way wow kind of so it's, it's very cool full aesthetic experience mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and the food's good sensory so. oh yeah so we got what we got a sense of taste sound sight oh, yeah. does it smell good all the senses <laughs> yes depending on who you're sensorio. eating sensorio it sounds like a spanish you know kind of like weird movie from the sensorio. 70s sensorio yeah uh i was gonna say just to uh wrap up what you were talking about is the Led Zeppelin open tuning female vocalist. Uh, I'm just going to plug myself real quick because on my oh, recent album from what? last year, got this song called Bear in the Halls. My friend Kim Newmeyer sings with me, and I literally ripped off Cashmere 
with this Uh-oh. song. It's kind of my tribute to Led Zeppelin. Fantastic. It's not in the open tuning, but it's a song I wrote basically to sound similar to Cashmere. Because oh. I think I learned Cashmere on the guitar. Yeah. And then I went back to standard tuning and I started playing and I came up with my own little Your own version of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Kim sings on it and she's a spectacular vocalist, better than I'll ever be. Post, post that so I can view it. Yeah. Well, it's on, it's on my album, which is on all the streaming, everything. Bandcamp, Apple Music, right, Spotify, right. all that stuff. But I can re I can as I release this episode, I can post Bear in the Halls as a side side dish, as Do an that. appetizer. Yeah. As a dessert, okay. whatever you want to call it. All right, so David's gonna play song number two and uh, maybe we can do what we did last time and you set it up while I get the lights and the camera rolling. Sure. And we kinda make okay. this a uh, stream of consciousness thing. So tell us about it, David. Yeah, this one's called When I Put My Foot Out to Wander and uh of course um you should never, as an artist, never explain anything. But um, make something up. Yeah. Well, no, I can explain it. That's fine. It's a, it's never, never explain, never complain. Um, but so this is uh, as I leave home to go play a gig, my feelings were conflicted and had some. It, but and and so this was my way of dealing with it in the form of a song of. Um, how to how to how to leave home go out and play a great gig and then come back and and uh, cover all the bases which maybe isn't always possible but i am not sure if the song helped or not but so is this okay. a newer song yeah this is uh i've only been playing it live for the last couple of months very cool, very cool. so uh, i think you heard one of the you heard the first time when we met I said, "Hey, listen, check it out," because we were we were talking and, and goofing around. At the and song I was like, contest. Hey, I like I this guy. He looks like he looks like Charlie from the "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Oh, I've never heard that before. And, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and so I was like, "Dude," but uh, I think you, that you saw maybe the first time I played it live at a Steve Key. Okay, I, cool. So, but uh, and so it settled in a little bit. Nice. My thing is, it, it takes about a year for a song to settle in, so I think we're getting pretty close. Very good. So, um, I'm uh, ready. <laughs> so, right. when I put my foot out to wander. Two, three, four. to wander I fear I tear my home life asunder I fear I tear my home life asunder pull away boys pull it away
place can displace ya I wrote out this song And now they can't erase ya Pull away boys, pull it away You won't get to get it Till your needle's on E For sure you won't get it If you think that this is heavy if the promise was empty Until you start pulling away Pull away boys, pull it 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 away sheets a riddle to ponder what keeps us all going when it's all going under pull away boys pull it away song <laughs> that was the song you played at the song contest and you said somehow we had already started talking about that we liked radiohead yeah. both of us yes. and you yeah. said hey one of my songs is going to have a little bit of radiohead yeah. it might not have been the song contest it might have been uh, just a regular showcase and i remember yeah. you were playing a song and i saw you look up and look at me and that then was you, you kept playing like, <laughs> you right there Charlie and I had thought you told me oh my gosh there it is so by the way we did a live video during that and my phone decided to <laughs> start playing it back you can control um, your technology I'm sorry um, <laughs> anyway I had thought you said you are there's literally a Radiohead riff in one of your songs like it's the Radiohead no, I'm did an influence yeah well and then I know now yeah, I'm not but you looked at me and you came up afterwards God. you came up afterwards you were like Hey, did you figure it out? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I didn't hear anything. And then I realized, like, oh, it's just sort of like Radiohead generally. Like Radiohead, it. not yeah. like lifted from their songs. Yeah. That would be illegal. <laughs> um, well, that's never stopped you before, David. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, anyway, certainly. So <laughs> certainly not. Certain, very Radiohead-influenced episode here. So. A little bit. Yeah, cool. Um, I really have enjoyed how this went because uh, I haven't stopped recording basically since we started. Um, even so, even for songs, which is cool. Is that, path, so, that, that could be pathological. This is a first. 
<laughs> could be so, a condition. <laughs> I don't know if off the top of your head if you know uh, any upcoming gigs you're doing um, and where. I can give you a second to check your phone if that helps. Um, um. <clears throat> well, I know that uh, that me and Barry are going to do Sensorio on November 15th. And that is a gig that you need to get tickets for. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the last one um, really was uh, an, an experience. It's kind of like reminds me of uh, some psychedelic experience stuff. Wow. It was really, it, and it's, it's very, very, uh, you're going to meet people from all over the country and all over the world too because it, it's a very interesting situation. And instead it's of, a draw, yeah. It's, I, I think, yeah, so there's the sensorio. And um, uh, right off the top of my head, I know. Oh yeah, we're gonna do. Um, me and Barry and and Angela are going to to do Jade Fest on uh, that's October. Uh, I think twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth. We're on Saturday at twelve o'clock, which is a prime spot. Oh nice. So Jade Fest is up by Plaskett Creek on uh, Highway One, all the way up almost uh, like past Ragged Point. I say Big Sur is starting. Big Sur, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a, a long time benefit that we've that we've done. Whether I was with um, the Gilly Weasels or with with Barry or, or we've always Sid Carr is the the main guy who runs it, and we missed a year when the slide came down. And, oh right. Um, but. And block the so, road. So yeah. they're ready to. They, they did it. We did it last year, and this year Angela's going to sing with us. So it's going to be an awesome gig. So and it's a benefit for uh, their local school, uh, elementary nice. school, and so uh, so it's fantastic. So if you know Sid, who's a sound man at Par Excellence, and you know so. Uh, so there's that, and uh, and right now I'm kind of in transition, looking for. Well, we're gonna do. We've been doing the Paso Robles Inn, which is an amazing. It, it, uh, you wouldn't think it would fit, yeah. Um, but we 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 we're having an amazing time at the cool. Paso Robles Inn, and also we're gonna play Bristol's um, Cider House. Yeah. I think next month on the on the first Saturday or the first Friday. So cool. You, All you kinds just of check, stuff. Check either McMasters and Johnson or the Anamkara Facebook, and you know we're working. Good stuff, so, man. Yeah. All right, where are you? Where are you coming next? Where are you? Where are you? Playing? Ooh, yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, since this is coming out in two days, what thirty six hours from when we're talking? What? Yeah, I'm playing Saturday. What is that? October fifth? You said you you know yeah. the calendar better than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Max McClory, Max hey, McClory. former CCM podcast guest. Yeah, he's on, actually Max. he was episode three, which was one after your original one, David. Right. Episode two. Right. So he's headlining a uh, well, Monterey tall. Street <clears throat> in Slow. It's a songwriters that play gigs. So I'm I'm playing four songs. Max is headlining, and he's always great. And I have one more coming up, and I don't remember when it is, but. Uh, Really didn't expect that one getting thrown at me. Ooh, well, look Max, at you, is, Max is tall and good looking, and you should—he's uh, got great tunes. Also, so. some Irish and ladies. Scottish influence there. So. He does. He's a McLaurie. Yeah. McLaurie. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are the Evans and McLaurys? Uh, no, we're fine. Evans is Welsh. Evans is Welsh. <laughs> I, what I do is I—I've assumed my 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 McMaster, which uh, I'm a McMaster. Which is uh, under Buchanan because we were too small a clan to even get our own tartan, so we we were dependent on the kindness of the Buchanans. You're so a I'm fellow a Buchanan. Mac, and you still hate him? No, no, there's no feud. Well, then what was what? The, you, unless was he the unless he started one. <laughs> well, when I said his name, he went damn it. <laughs> no, no he's, he's tall and <laughs> handsome. Is that, oh, you're that just was... jealous of who he is. Yeah, his appearance. <laughs> yeah, you got it right. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note. Uh, <laughs> 
Thanks for coming on and Max, sharing, call me, brother. sharing all you, your man. bitterness and darkness within and, uh, your heart uh, <laughs> with all of us. And <laughs> who knows? Maybe there'll be an episode. Happy to. With, I'm happy uh, to. Thank you. No, this is awesome. Um, <laughs> it's a pleasure uh, to hang out and have a selection of bourbon on the table and, uh, you know. Thank you, Matt. Drink our favorites. So, all right. Peace out, everybody. Peace. Bye. <laughs>